been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. You guys, we're almost about to say Happy New Year. You know, in March, isn't that what people normally do in March? Happy New Year or have a great summer hags. We should tell people. Hags. How many of you wrote that? And did you guys write that in any of your books? Yes, oh, of course. Did hags? You, I've never heard hags. Really? Do you know what no. it stands for? Well, you just said it. Oh, okay. I did. I'd, I'd never heard that. We wow. don't even know what we say on here. Yeah, hags. I'm shocked you've never heard. I've never heard hags. Have a great summer. That's what everyone used to write huh. in the yearbooks, yeah. Wow, I, I'm shocked that you never heard of that. Well, we are going to say that, but it's not because of any reason. Have a great season. Said. Have a great season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go back. Hags. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is. <laughs> we that, that was good, Max. Good job on Thank that. You. But we Thank are you. doing this end of the year, end of the new. Well, not new. The new league year is coming. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of the season officially for the NFL. Every March, it bounces around on some dates, but every March, a new league year begins. Fresh start, a clean slate, all the things that you want to say with it, but. As a new league year begins, it's a good time to reflect back on just this calendar year, some things that happen uh, for the Panthers, for your life, for anything. So that's what we're going to do in this podcast is just look back. Yeah. I got a little nostalgic last, last night. I posted on Instagram. It was, this is what made me think of doing this. Mm. I was looking back at photos of the year. Yeah. It's just all the mims, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, and especially for you coming to this organization. Yeah. I guess let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What what are We're kind of your what are your again. what are your first memories? I guess the good ones, but feel free to share <laughs> any of the bad, bad ones. ones too. Of like when you first got in the door and sort of got started to get a feel for what this place was like and getting to learn the team and all that. What like sticks out to you? I think well, my very first memory is I stayed at a hotel right beside the stadium when I first moved here for four weeks, and. I would walk to work. It was super close. Right. The weather was great. I just remember being so joyful walking to work because you would pass the Big Panthers, and I had grown up watching this team, and now I was getting to work for them. It was warm. It was just such a great time, and it really did feel like a new beginning. And then how nice Panther fans were of welcoming me. Mm. I didn't feel like there was a get-to-know period with this fan base. I feel like maybe that was day one when it was posted that I was taking this job. But then from from that point on, I was a part of the family. Yeah. Um, getting to know the team was really cool and interesting. It was an interesting year to get to know this team, though. And I, I tell a lot of people that, and they're like, oh, like, how's the locker room? I'm like, I don't think I got a true sense of what a Panthers locker room is like because the big players in this past year's locker room, they were new guys. Uh, you didn't have Cam really running that locker room like he normally would if he was starting. Uh, you know, Christian, of course – but he's an under-the-radar guy in the locker room. You don't see much of him when we are in there. So it was good to get to know this roster, but I do feel like I don't have a true sense yeah. of what a – I see what you're saying. A real, you know, when when this team is rolling, what that locker room is like. Yeah, I mean, because for so long the locker room was run by guys like Thomas Davis, yep. Charles Johnson, Ryan Khalil. Um, those are all and those like urban <laughs> legends. Yeah. <laughs> And I think there were, you know, obviously guys like Greg Olson this past year, Christian, Luke, they kind of carried the torch, but it it was different. There were remnants of kind of what that, everyone I think has looked at this, that there's that photo from the NFC Championship game of all these captains with the trophy, 
And that I think is what you're what you're talking about. This this decade of Panthers football is kind of defined by that group and like what the locker room became with them steering the ship. And it's changed a lot. I mean, this year, like I said, there were pieces of it still, and obviously in the offseason, some of those pieces have now left as well with, with Olsen now a Seattle Seahawk, which is so weird to say, um, and Luke Keekley retiring. So I see what you're saying. It was it was definitely a, a transition year for just what this locker room and the team's identity certainly was. Yeah, it was different. But it was it was fun to get to know another organization, and it was fun. I think we have a really great group of content producers, and we're fun. We're fun, dang it. We're a fun group, yes. and I thought that was a lot of fun of just traveling around and getting to know the the staff was fun, um, and, and the content we were able to put out I thought was really awesome and I'm super proud of. So it was a great year for, like, personally. Yeah. I mean, I know the football wasn't that great, but I think that's what I mean with the locker room. It was It was just weird. It was a weird year for Carolina football. And moving on, now you have this new fresh, clean slate that's mm-hmm. coming, and, and it, it truly does feel that way because a lot of the pieces have gone. Um, I'm sure more changes are coming this offseason of, of adding pieces and maybe other other pieces leaving. So it, it is it, it has been a, a wild year. I tell yeah. people that. I, I feel like I didn't – I got to know Charlotte once this season started to end because that's when you can actually have your weekends and go and explore. So – it was a it was a wild year that for me started in May. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. How about how about you? What do you think back to the beginning of Yeah. I, I mean this, I mean from year. a personal standpoint, like it was it wasn't nearly as wild as, as Caroline's, but you know, I, I transitioned a little bit from more of a kind of the PR side to, you know, yeah. now joining the podcast and then at training camp, you know, working with Max to to kind of write stories, which was kind of a new experience for me. Like I, I was in huddles, you know, or like interview scrums, and everyone's like, "Wait a minute, Will's Will's interviewing <laughs> what, what people? Are you doing? Like, well, what's happening over here?" So that was that was kind of a cool exercise in in doing something different for me. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I still think you know the memory for me from this year is kind of you know is is London. I think that really it felt like the kind of there was that month long period where things were really good, and mm-hmm. Kyle Allen was five and zero, oh and and you you go to London, and it's like this is. This is really fun yeah. seeing how Panthers fans kind of dominated the Bucks in the city and then in the game and just really getting to spend time with you guys. I mean, we all remember that that morning with with uh, Paul Magoon and that group chat. That was <laughs> that was quite a group chat. That was, it was, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the London experience almost makes it feel like well, this was a lost season in many ways. It was like there there was that. You know, right. like, and I I feel like that was like a winning that game in the fashion they did. This the fan experience mm-hmm. and the way it seemed it, that just seemed like a really big moment for the organization and a proud moment to show for a fan base that that's wait whatever you want to say about it small market it, it's always seemed to be a bit of a underdog and kind of relished that feeling that doesn't maybe get the respect it deserves to to put on a show like it did and yeah. you know we were at the the events and to see the fan base show up the way they did for for that moment. To me, that's what I'll remember from 2019. Yeah, it's like, and I'm yeah. and I'm glad that I was able to be a part of that. If yep. look, the way the season ended was was really really difficult, um, and to see so many good people leave yep. in the in the it, that was hard. But that moment in London, I think, is something that it, it, it's cool to be able to have that from this 2019 season. And I think fans would feel the same way, especially yep. the ones who were out there. Oh, I, I know. Mean, that I mean, was that was a memory you'll always. 
keep. Yeah, just you know, being on the you know, I was on the commercial flight that was packed to the gills with with Panther yeah. fans that are you know, chanting keep pounding at two a.m. in the morning. I mean, it's a little <laughs> yeah. annoying at the moment, but when you look back at it, I mean, it was really very cool. Yeah. Um, to to kind of see that outpouring of support in a big way. Yeah, and the, you know the FA, whether it was yeah. getting becoming yeah. a captain before and then after the game as he's blowing kisses to the fans. I mean, that was that was special. It's a shame that that didn't catapult this team forward in the way we maybe hoped. Um, but still, just as an isolated moment, that was that was mm-hmm. pretty darn cool. Yeah, I'm tired just thinking of that week. <laughs> I've yawned yeah. a couple of times during those stories <laughs> because that week was. It was yeah. awesome because you wanted to take every bit of it in. So you're you're going all in on the football and the work, but then you're going all in on just being in London and, and taking yeah. the tube to go, you know, 40 minutes or however long it was to get downtown. It was That feels I'm like tired. it was like two or three years ago. Right? It Forever really does. Ever yeah, ago. Right? Like, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Wild. Another memory when I was looking back at this year and talking of the locker room, I will miss the – the defensive line row. Who knows what it's going to look like, you know, next year in that mm-hmm. locker room. I think there is going to be some retooling and, and, you know, new faces and maybe some familiar faces. But that whole, you know, Gerald McCoy defensive line row was absurd yeah. last year in the locker room. They were always fun and welcoming to the media and, you know, talking and being very honest and just the energy was unreal from that group and when I when I think about this locker room I didn't get the normal Panthers experience but that defensive line just group yeah was absurd yeah interesting characters like the mm-hmm. whole McCoy recruitment was a big memory yes. for me from this yeah. you know and, and landing him um such a big personality and you know him in, in training camp and we you know all the stuff with carrying the guy's helmets yep. and having yeah. the ice cream truck come like the whole McCoy experience was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> McCoy experience. <laughs> it's a real shame that he and KK didn't get to play together. I, I think that, that was one of, a real bummer. Um, and you just wonder, you know, how things maybe would have been different if KK didn't get hurt. But, you know, Bruce Irvin, another guy who, a unique mm-hmm. personality. Bruce is just, um, there. everyone said there was, there's an edge to him. There's also just. He's so lovable. Yeah, there's like a, and there's like, a, there's like a sense of humor. I think he's trying to be funny at times there. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. But Bruce was certainly an interesting guy to get a chance to know. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. And even the young guys, like Burns, again, another one where it's like, oh, what a shame that he got hurt. He was off to such a great start, and you wonder how his rookie season maybe would have gone differently mm-hmm. if not for punching the turf in Houston. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I'm, I'm really excited about Brian and his future. I mean, I think that guy showed to everybody that you know he's, he's got the juice off the edge, and if he can just kind of harness things a little bit and become a little bit more of a technician – I mean that guy has has the makings of a double digit sack oh, yeah. rusher in this league, and so uh, it was it was cool to get a chance to know him as well. So so young. I mean that's the thing about us. Like, isn't it crazy to think that we're all older than most guys in the locker room now? Like Brian Burns is significantly younger than us. I you know? remember like my my first year in the league. I was my first year, my rookie year. That yeah. sounded like I was playing, mm-hmm. but my first year working in the NFL, I was I just turned. 23 so I still felt very 22 coming out of college it was my very first job and it did blow my mind that even then I was older Mm -hmm. than the rookies oh it's mind-blowing yeah that were coming in of like this is my first job this is their first job yeah wow the pay difference is 
Yeah. yeah. Mind-boggling. Right. But yes, and then now every time, I mean, we're getting, I at least, this is my first time, I'm 27, of when people talk about, oh, 30, 30 and you're old in the NFL, I'm like, y'all, hold up now. Yeah. Let's not get crazy. I mean, I can't run two miles without hurting, but- (laughs) It did. That's. It is crazy to think a lot of these like how, guys in the it, locker room are it, young. Yeah, it it hit me when Luke retired. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. When, when you're still, when I'm still like trying to like find your like career path, and this guy is that much younger than you, and he's retired. Tired. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Well, like, he's what, now happening? probably trying to find his career path too. Sure, but still, yeah, that makes you feel better. Yeah, it, it, you definitely start feeling Heck, real, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. really old in there. Yeah. Oh. I remember Quincy Wilson was drafted by the Colts at 20. Yeah. I think Curtis Samuel came to the team at 20. Yeah, 20. I mean, yeah, it's, I think it's, he did. it's just. Ugh. And, you know, I'm, I, I look, as every year goes by, I'm finding that I am more and more just like, I don't really know what these guys, like, yeah. I just feel out of touch with, yeah, you know, because, like, you know, like I started, like you, Caroline, I was, I got into the league as an intern with the Broncos when I was 22, 23. And, a lot changes mm-hmm. in seven years, and all of a sudden, it's like, man, I'm, I'm not cool. You know, that, that is I, that is confirmed. Um, well, Matt so. is not here to defend himself. He's having to miss this because he's recovering from the flu. Matt, we miss you. We hope you're feeling better. But Matt just went to the combine with us, and we mentioned this on the last group chat. But it was fun to see his enthusiasm for his job because. This is a job, and it does get to the point where you know you're you're going through, and you've done it before, so you're not as in awe of things. And I think that's when I look back at my first year of working in the NFL, I was just wide eyed mm-hmm. of just wow, yeah. like that's yeah. so and so that I is see all the time. Yeah. Wow, I see them, and now I'm complaining about a late bus leaving the hotel. Mm-hmm. Right, like stop it. That's what happens. Yep. You have to you have yep. to you know get out and and be thankful for a little bit. So yep. sorry if you think I'm complaining out there. <laughs> But that was a that was a fun part of the combine was seeing his enthusiasm. So then we can remind ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I think our, our other memories of 2019, and even though I, I not really 2019, but this league year before this next one starts, is a massive change that happened here in Carolina yeah. with this coaching staff, right? I mean, um, a defining you know, moment. Yeah, they've yet to really you know get started in earnest with you know obviously haven't been on the practice field yet, but. Um, getting themselves in the building, this whole new staff, and really just starting a, a culture change, and and really it's 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 a huge shift in philosophy, in just going about their business. I don't know. I mean, we've all I think experienced that, and just being in this building is you you starting to feel it and see it. Just how and not not right or wrong, how one guy did it, how the next guy does it. It's just different. Yep. Um, and that's very new to this place after going through nine years with, with Ron Rivera. The, the Matt Rule era beginning will always, I think, you know, be another big memory. And, and that press conference and yeah. kind of kicking that thing off the way it did and in the Atrium Dome is, is another one. You were on, you know, your way back from, from Waco. I mean, that, that, that whole stretch of time, I would say, was pretty mm-hmm. memorable it for, was, for all of us. It was very memorable. I think the, the funny part about that, piece of content that we did in his house and and what we turned around from there when we go places now you know they're like oh what you guys did with Matt Rule I mean, that really pushed the needle and that was awesome that was great content and I laugh though because they have no idea who went <laughs> and I yeah. love that like mm-hmm. they know that I went because we did an interview and you see my face but they have no idea how any of it happened and that I, it, it really did remind me the magic of what we get to do mm-hmm. of 
You just go and you turn this content and then you come back and you move on to the next thing. So it can become a bit of a grind and, and you're just kind of, okay, what's next? What's next? It's been fun to hear people respond to that because it does, it just makes you sit back and be like, wow, you know, and, and we it does re- take something to do. Yes. And, and we recounted the story of that day kind of here, you know, on the group chat. But I mean, just, you know, yeah, the excitement of those mornings where it's like, all right, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah. Who, Go get any, a suitcase. Anything you know, happening You, you have 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, just like literally those, those moments that are, you know, that is kind of the, the adrenaline and the lifeblood of this and, you know, what this is both on our end and, you know, on their end. You know, a lot of these coaches, they picked up and just got here. Yeah. You know, these players, they pick up and they get here and all of a sudden it's, they're starting a new life. And, yeah. You know, kind of what what that's like is, is very, I think, unique to to sports in, in certain ways. I would also like to say that our office game of pig is a oh, highlight oh, yeah. from the league year. If you haven't heard out there, I don't even know what week this started, but we bought a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were the one I don't, who brought it. I don't remember. It. I can go remember? look back at my receipts, but <laughs> it's a it's a little, you know little basketball goal that you hang on the back of a door only in our office there's no door to hang it on that makes sense because this is still a place of work and employment so we don't want to put it on our office door and just be banging around all day so it hangs on a half wall like a partition Mm -hmm. for um, what you would maybe see in an office with cubicles it hangs on that wall it's maybe three and a half feet off the ground four it might be four feet off the ground yeah but this game of pig that was supposed to be just a way for creatives to get up and you know do something different, maybe shoot the ball while you're thinking about some ideas, turned into a full-fledged oh war. Yeah. War. At, yeah. At its peak, there was a website created with player profiles yes. and standings we had that a, were updated. We have, rules. Oh, yeah. We have rules. It's, yeah. We it had got, a commissioner. Yeah. It was, it was intense. It's kind of... Faded, I think, a, it has a, little a little bit. Because no one, it, it was a little bit difficult when everything with the coaching yeah. search was and I going think, on. And honestly, I think the players just needed a bit of an offseason. It, yeah. it was tough. Yeah, it was. Well, and we were trying to go for the playoffs. We set a 40-game minimum. Which is a lot. to make the, Thank you, which yes. is a lot. I only right. played like 10, okay. and I felt a like I played a 40-game minimum. There are players currently on our board that have yeah. over 300 games played. Yeah. There is one player that has almost 300 losses. Losses. Mm-hmm. He will go on. Remain nameless. But yeah, he, he knows will, who he is. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. We know who he is. And we know. But yeah. he also, that same player, also has the most wins, which just means that he just plays yeah, slightly plays too much. A little too right. much. But not, like, too much in a, in a great way. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not hating on him. Mm-hmm. But, yes, Pig this year was... We'll go down. I don't know if another office could do that. We got some people to stop in and play pig. We did. Maybe wouldn't expect. Yeah, that was cool. Some guest guest appearances. Yes. McMixon has come by and shot Uh a little. KK Short came in yesterday. Play just just cleaned house. He beat two of us, and then I I do believe he got beat on the. I heard. Were maybe he was. Were you one of his victims? Mm -hmm, I was. But here's the thing, he's a much bigger man. Lengthwise, mm-hmm. so he really played to his advantage. Yeah, absolutely, and he was, you know, okay. You have to be touching this and make the shot. Well, to him, right. he was touching, you know, a knob and could just drop the ball in. I was touching the knob and having to, you know, really stretch. Yeah, so no, he, he I mean, beat smart. me. The, He's the a smart final, player. The final shot is actually on TikTok, mm. on Panthers okay. TikTok. Oh, wow. If you would like to go see that, and you'll understand how I lost because it's a ridiculous shot. Um. But yeah, pig. We also uh, David Tepper 
called us in the middle of a game one time. It was myself and our lead photographer. It was stressful. It was the day where the broom would stand up on its own. So right. we were oh, playing yeah. with the broom, which is every day. But you know this day <laughs> on social media where everyone thought it was just that, that, that day. That was a big day. That was a big day. And we had set the broom up. And so every the last shot had to do with the broom. That was our rule. So it was my last shot. And he happened to open the door mid I was just about to bounce the ball over the broom. And both of us freeze. We're just like, hi. He's like, what is this? We're like, pig, you want to play? <laughs> and he was like, no, but go. And so he stood uh, there, and it I was so nerve-wracking. Oh, my gosh. Did you so hit the he, shot? He didn't actually. I did not hit the shot. But he stayed and watched for a little while until. Oh, I did man, end up pressure. winning. I did oh end up winning that game, but I didn't make that particular shot. But he stood for a little while and watched and laughed and said, "said this is what they this is what we used to do in college." <laughs> That's a really good Dave some, impression. Yeah, some flavor. He added a, a bit more flavor to that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is that as is what he said. He's known to do. Yeah, yeah. In a much more Pittsburghy way, he he did say. That's true. Yeah, the 2019 season pig will always it will go down in history. You can't re, you cannot yep. recreate the organic magic of that pig. No, you okay. can't. We also got an air hockey table, so I don't know if you guys remember we, I did the gift guide at Christmas, which is a great way apparently to get free things because I got a um, a wine tumbler out of it and a full size air hockey table. Is that why you did it? Because no, I didn't. Free stuff. So originally the air hockey table was supposed to be a tabletop air hockey table, but at the time. They did not have that in stores, Academy. They didn't have it. Right. And so they just gave us a full-size full one. one. And we were like, well, we can't. I don't. What? I'm not sure what to do with this. And they're like, oh, no, you don't need to bring it back. Like, just thanks for, you know, putting us on this uh, gift guide. Yeah. So we have a full-size air hockey table, which you actually see in the box if you go look at the video that was posted on TikTok of playing. Yeah, so I was going to say, we never moved that. That's We've just never still moved still it. We've ne- because that's a bit loud for yeah. the office. So we've, we're trying, but there's construction going on, and yeah. so we, we just haven't put it anywhere yeah. yet. But, yeah, the pig, the pig will go down in history. Any more memories? or, or we, we can move on to the next, which will bring – I know this next one will bring up more memories. So we good? Anything that I'm missing yes. here? Let's, let's try All right, so the next yeah. one is, so every league year brings free agents. This mm-hmm. is the big talk right now. Who's going to be a free agent? Where are they going to land? Of course, we're hearing a lot about Tom Brady uh, right now. So he, I, I would say he's probably the front runner in the free agent talks, correct? Okay, Not yeah. for the Panthers. I'm just yeah. saying in general in the NFL. Yep. So we're going to go through and give you our front runners of free agents from this year. And we will not name a single player. So if that's what you're looking for in this podcast, just sorry about that. We're not going to do that. We're just going to do things from this year that are still out there lingering, maybe things we said on the podcast or, you know, little segments we had that we don't have answers to yet. So they're going to be free agents heading into the 2020 NFL season. Does anyone want to go first? Yes. Okay. Southern Mama. Where's Southern Mama going to land? Where did mm. she go? Where'd she go? She hasn't been mad about things in a minute. Normally, I hear from her right. when she's mad. But what what about when she's really excited about something? She doesn't really. No, she's she only get a excited. troll. Oh, yeah. got it. She's okay. only she's only after the people, the haters. She she had some run-ins with with some famous people. She did. You know, she did. She did come to the combine. Yeah, just briefly. She made she a swung brief by. appearance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did happen to Southern Mama? 
She might come back. I'll call her this week and see okay. if she'd like to come back next week, maybe. Okay. Just to be nice. Right. Let's not do anything this week to make her mad. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, yeah, I'll call her. That is it's, a good it's one. It's only Wednesday. There's still a couple days left. There are a couple days left of what we could do to make her mad. What do, what do you have, Caroline? I have a couple. So the holiday suggestions. Just a couple of weeks ago, we came mm-hmm. up with holidays that we believe should not exist and that should. I also went back and was listening to some old group chats. On August 7th, Will brought up, we did a segment of things that exist but have no rhyme or reason. Right. Yeah. Columbus okay. Day. Yeah. He yeah. brought up Columbus Day yeah. in August. Yep. He was still on the Columbus Day train a couple of weeks ago when yep. we did holidays. Where I need answers of, is Columbus Day just going to always be a thing? I, I that's me, what I want yes. for for everyone. I think I think there's a great case being made of uh, we could celebrate other things. Yeah. What were our other answers to that question? Of things that listen? exist, yeah. things that, that don't. exist that don't. Um, I just know Columbus Day was the best one. I mean, it was because the preseason game. Oh, you said right. any any preseason poll, right? Does yeah, not yeah, matter. Yeah, right. They exist, but they do not matter. Right. Right. Um. I had. Uh, I'm not gonna be. Oh. Uh, any any food that you eat between two a.m. and four a.m. I think there was like right. some. Oh, I remember. Like that food doesn't. I count. said something. Advice you <laughs> advice get you get from a yes. friend. Yeah, between the hours. Yes. Of, yes, that was one. Yes, and right. then I think we tagged on. <laughs> we tagged on food to that food, as well. Food that you also eat in those hours. Yeah, that food. Right. So really, nothing in between the hours no, of about you know count. two to five. They don't. It, it doesn't count. Right. Really, one thirty. Right. If we're gonna get real about it. <laughs> um, I'm also curious of Matt Rule's Fixer Upper. So yeah. if you remember a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, Max gave us the great rundown. I just want to know, it, when is the house yeah. going to be done? What What are we going to... I also want to know, are Chip and Joanna Panther fans? Like, they, are, they are they still be. on the market? Are they free agents in yeah. NFL fandom? Good we know they're Baylor fans, but... I wonder what that, that signing bonus is going to be to get them. Yeah, you have to imagine they're going to they're gonna jump on board, right? They should come and do the new facility. Yeah. Shiplap everywhere. Magnolia. Yes. Just styled by, Just yeah. Just get them to come in and do everything. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, also a free agent uh, thing. I guess this kind of came, we, we know the answer to this, but just in the effort to poke fun at myself more. Is Curtis Samuel ever going to get four, 1,400 yards? I thought you were about 4,000. Yeah, I was like, 4,000. No, so, I mean, is he ever going to get, you know, 1,400 yards? I, I, yeah. I need to know. I need Maybe. I need it. Actually, I would like to change that next year. I'll go ahead and ma- I would like I didn't say Curtis, I said DJ. Well, or didn't or didn't we say total yards? I did Maybe, say total. Maybe yards. like total yards. some rushing into total. it. I did so, so I, I DJ, believe I said total. So DJ total 14 is that, is that That's what we're going for? That's my new one. That's new my new one. But I definitely okay. said Curtis. Okay. Yeah. Is he ever going to do it? Prove me right just one year, please. That was my free agent. Also, Will's calves. My calves. Yeah, I just feel like they calves. Calves. Cal. Calves. Calves. Are they on the market? Are they looking for a new home? Well, the boots. <laughs> the boots were a big deal. He said they hurt a couple right. times. So I think it's more of just what else can Will's. Wait, is this? When else is this can the, we bring Is this Will's my first calves? group chat since the ski trip? Yeah, we it haven't is. really. Yeah, we haven't had you really reflect on that. I, I think I think the the calves survived. the The ankles the ankles were were struggling for a bit. Okay. Well, that's but, good. We can close that book then. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the, the the calves went. They went on a visit. 
<laughs> you know, they went on a visit to West Virginia. I think they they found out what they wanted to, and they're going to mm-hmm. resign. They're okay. They're going to resign with their original team. Oh, with the original team. Yeah. They're not going to stay in. West no, Virginia. they 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 made a visit though. They made a visit. Yeah. Okay. Next year, I feel like it might be the same story. This is just a. Yeah, you you would just always make a one one year, once it a year. Seems, visit. Yeah, those hey, Cavs I think have signed a, a lifelong contract. Right, but they're they're they're, they're asking they're asking for more money. <laughs> oh. The problem. <laughs> okay, okay. They they want to renegotiate and and get get a higher base. Gotcha. So you know, I'll have to take a look at their stats and see if they're worth it. Ugh, I wanted Matt Hogan to forget something at the combine. Oh, he didn't. But I really wanted him to so that we could say something about, you know, Matt Hogan's possessions. They're just always out there yeah. roaming around doing there was, what they want. There was a dinner where he was about to leave his credit card. <sighs> and he says, like, he's done that all the time. What? Which I seems do believe like him saying that. I, I yeah. believe he did say that. Yeah. He at least mit- admits his. Um, oh, yeah. He's very forthcoming with yeah. that. Stuff. <laughs> Almost too forthcoming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very forthcoming. Any other free agents we need to be looking for? Or we need answers to? There are certainly players that everyone wants to. There are some <laughs> players, but unfortunately, yeah. we don't have anything for you. But you can look. What are the dates? The dates that are coming up. There's a tampering period in the new league year. Yeah, tampering period starts March 16th, yeah. and then March 18th at four o'clock is the start of the official start of the new league year. Free agent frenzy, as it's become. Uh, so yeah, but we'll all, it's always fascinating, and it will con- certainly be, especially for this team, with uh, the new direction it's taking to see what happens and what doesn't. Well, I think it's a big year just in the terms of not so much, you know, there's so many questions. Is it volume that they're going for? Is it specific players? Is it the big-name players? I mean, this is where I think what Matt Rule kind of said at the Combine is it is their, to their advantage that no one knows what they're going to do. And I yeah. think this is, you know, we're talking, yes, on the field stuff, but this off the field, you still have Marty Herney and his staff, but you have Matt Rule and his staff who want a certain type of player. They want, you know, to approach this roster maybe differently than it has been in years past. So, I'm fascinated on what will happen because we hear things, you know, oh, it might be this, it might be that. Mm-hmm. But even those things that we hear in the building are conflicting. So I'm ready to see how it plays out to see if, if you know, is it volume? Is it big splash players? Is it guys we've never heard of? Is it, you know, how is this going to play out and how does Matt yeah. Rule want his roster? Yeah, how, you know, how are they going to start building this thing? Um, you know, and free agency is our first real chance to see that plan in action. Obviously, you'll have the draft. Coming after that, everyone will be very curious to see what direction they go in that regard. Picking seventh overall, they're going to get a really good player. I think that's one thing we came away from the combine yeah. sure of is like, okay, there there are some high high level talents. Um, they're going to going to be on the board uh, in that top ten, certainly in that top seven. Um, so yeah, all the all these things again before this team actually get a chance to you know really be on the field and we see that plan in action, we we get to see kind of how the roster takes shape in free agency in the draft and we'll find out. You know, we just don't know. And I think that's part of the, that's part of the fun of it with a brand new kind yeah. of feel to this thing. Is whereas before with Ron, you kind of maybe knew, um, you know, what kind of players they would be looking for and had more of a feel for you know how things were going to go. This one feels a lot just more open-ended and there's some excitement to that yeah for sure. i mean you always kind of felt like there would there would be these connections to to coach rivera or to the panthers or right you know to the, the system and all that kind of stuff and now you know it feels very wide open which which can be exciting mm-hmm. i mean i think there's there's a lot of still kind of fear and you know there's some you know kind of sadness for these these names and these personalities that we've gotten to know um kind of moving on but at the same time you know there's 
I, I think it's it's worth celebrating those those times and those moments and those memories we had and in you know realizing like the Panthers aren't going anywhere you know the, this this franchise is going to be here and you know it's building a new now and those are new stories that we get yep. to kind of learn and new people we get to embrace. Well, look for the dates coming up. March 16th is when that tampering period begins the new league year on March 18th. And also, we have a very, very big episode coming up. We don't normally tease upcoming episodes, but you need to stick around because we've got some big plans, big news, some breaking news on this upcoming podcast. So make sure... You know what? Turn on your notifications of when they're posted because yep. this is uh, it's going to be a fun one. We're getting some things together to make the next episode a really, really big, blown out, fun, news breaking episode. Is that Ooh, is that man, a that is that is a good a way to okay. is that a good way to uh, describe what All we've right. got coming up? Yep. Would you agree? I'd be listening. Yep, that's all I can say. I would be listening. But guys, we hope you enjoyed this week of the group chat. This one really was for the groupies because we pulled a lot of memories uh, from this past league year. But thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week when the big episode drops.